It's time. Whiny Rosie, whiny Rosie, whiny Rosie, la 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 la. Whiny Rosie, la la. Ow! Oh, bloody hell. Pro tip, pro tip, pro tip, pro tip, pro tip, pro tip. Do not try to strangle a cactus. Those things they've got like, ah, they bite back. That's really sore. Oh, God. It's like, uh, aloe vera. Yeah. Hi, aloe vera. It's got like this real healing goo, man. Like you put it on it, whatever. Cancer. Take aloe vera. Acne. Aloe vera. Your auntie doesn't talk to you anymore. Aloe vera. <clears throat> aloe vera is healing. I should bloody hope it's healing. You should see the way I lacerate myself trying to get into those bleeding leaves to the goo. I mean, you know, <laughs> where does this go? Where's it? Yeah. Aloe vera spikes. <clears throat> oh, healing. Lovely. Oh, the digestive juices of the African savannah lion are the most wonderful skincare product known to mankind. Great, I'm going to go out and I'm going to get eaten by a lion just so I can have those digestive juices, goodness on my skin, and then I can be the prettiest poo on the savannah. Fabulous. <clears throat> right, it's time for the imaginary complaints. Why? Well, well, why not? I mean, you know, I'm kind of sad. My ego desperately needs to feel I'm relevant, so I have to invent complaints from the people that don't listen to the show because no one does show. I mean, God, why are you calling it a show, woman? <sighs> we can edit that out, yeah? Cool. Thank you. Um, so, yes, it's imaginary complaints time. Uh, oh, hang on. Mm, lovely. Right, <clears throat> so... Let's start off. First of all, bad feminism. Me. I'm a bad feminist. Why am I a bad feminist? Well, <clears throat> Gaussian. Um, and I like, <clears throat> I was rude about her and, and her curves in the last show. And everyone knows that women must stand together. We've got enough trouble with the bloody men of the world without, like, picking on one another. And you must never call someone a bitch just because she's gorgeous and you're not. Um, so yeah, I, 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 I would like to apologise for that lapse in judgment. Besides which, have you seen how Gaussian's let herself go since lockdown? I mean, first of all, it was, oh, I can't be bothered to wash my hair or do it properly. Then it was, oh, I can't be bothered with my makeup. Then the, the skincare regime went and then, like, she obviously hit the Doritos Big time. And then I all the designer clothes. I mean, I'm sorry, babe, look, it might be a Versace dressing gown, but if it's got pizza toppings all down the front, it ain't glamorous. So, yeah, I'm not, not going to labour the point. I'm just going to say that, you know, um, no one's going to want to stick their perpendicular in her concave hypothesis. That's all hypotenuse. Hmm. Anyway, the other one, ha, a late complaint, where you been, babe? Someone was said talking about, like, eating men from, like, when I was talking about Barkers. Dallin, I have never yet met a straight man that didn't want me to eat him. Admittedly, they 
got kind of a little bit less keen on the idea when I pulled out the steak knives and they kind of run away, but that's fine. I get the satires to chase them down and bring them back to me. And, you know, after they've had to put up with two hours of the satires doing their reinterpretation of Aristotle in poetry and pentam rhyming pentameters, <laughs> they're, they're really quite happy to see the knife. And then so... Oh, they're not the worst of the satires. Have you seen the ones who desperately want to be straight? Ah, have you ever seen anything more ludicrous than a satire with a Mohican? I mean, oh my gods. <sighs> They're trying to be relevant and new and modern and, you know, count to the kids of today because, you know, they're just not the same as they were in ancient Greece. They don't get it anymore. <sighs> I, I haven't the heart to tell them they're like Mohicans. They're like so 1970s. The last... Last decent Mohican was on Mr. T, and that was in the 1980s. And, I mean, it tells you everything you need to know about the 1980s that Mr. T was regarded as a cultural icon, really. Oh, and the other one, old men's jockstraps. Apparently, this is an in inappropriate metaphor which causes people to have bad things in their head. Old men do not wear jockstraps, I'm told. <sighs> Babe, you should see my grinder feed. Old men in jock straps is the bleeding least of it. Really, make your hair stand on it. I mean, I want to know what happened to the pineapple. Really. I mean, yeah, I, I can get how it got there. I'm really quite curious how it got out. And also, can like, a piece of fruit give consent? I mean, is that like non a non-consensual act because it's a piece of fruit? And is pineapple actually a fruit? I mean, fruit, it's meant to be something which has seeds in it. Does a pineapple have seeds in it? Am I going to get, like, uh, an imaginary letter of complaint from Professor R.D. Diddlesworth of Fucktown Boringville about how I have abused the, the noble pineapple, which is, in fact, a tree-born sea slug or something? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <clears throat> anyway... On to the main point of whiny Rosie, uh, which is the wine. <laughs> Lucky me. <clears throat> so I was kind of wandering down the supermarket aisle, wondering which one I was going to go. I'm going to have a rosé this week. Rosé for rosé. See, rosé, I am classy. It's it's all just an illusion, the rest of it. Um, <clears throat> and, and there was this one there. It was uh, Graham Norton's Pink by Design. Oh, okay, I thought. He sold out. I quite liked Graham, but look what he's gone and done. Pink by design. I mean, that's not at all stereotypical pink gay man, gay man, pink, pink, gay man. No, absolutely no stereotypes there. Because obviously mauve is the correct colour for the homosexual, falling as it does halfway between blue and pink. Ah, blue and pink, yes. Ah, blue is for boys, pink is for girls. Ha, and then people pop up on like Tinternet and conversations going, aha, but according to the Victorian Victorians, pink was too lusty a colour for girls and was only suitable for the boys. The girls needed the more restful, gentle colour of the blue. Being like that, I bothered in bothered researching this. The way it actually works, it was like, that everyone was dressed the same and then some bright spark invented pastel colours or at least found a way to extracts money from badly malfunctioning chemistry experiments where they were trying to, I don't know, invent this secret of ever living, get a fixes, 
superhuman powers or actually it was probably a man so it's probably how to become irresistible to women because guys you've not changed for the last uh, at least six thousand years i got a book of sumerian poetry in front of me you guys you ain't you ain't changed in like the last six thousand years um where did we get to oh yeah 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 so there was these big arguments there was like the um, blue is boys, pink is girls camp. There was the pink is boys, blue is girls camp. There was probably the Victorian equivalent of a uh, a Twitter spat going on via the, the letters page of the pointless times of Pontefract or something. <clears throat> and, <clears throat> yeah, and some bright spark piped up about me. Yeah, my hemisphere, blah, whatever. Um... That was quite dull. Was it quite dull? Yeah, it was quite dull. Rosie, why are you speaking to yourself? Uh, don't know. Can't help myself. Right, anyway, ha, wine. Yes, good, at last. Bloody hell, I thought I'd never get here. So, <clears throat> Graham Norton. Yeah, it's not that Graham Norton, by the way. Um, the chief winemaker is called Graham Norton. So, <clears throat> Sorry, Graham, you haven't sold out. Anyway, right next to it, there was this fabulous looking bottle. It kind of looks like it's been abused by a troll on a bad day. It's got all kinds of facets and stuff. It's Gem Paydoc France. Now, why did you pick this one, Rosie? It had a gem on it. I have a dragon tattoo. Why do you have a dragon tattoo? I got a dragon tattoo because it was to mark when I learned dragon magic. Belief in dragons is not at all illogical. I mean, come on. What's, like, unbelievable about a 200-tonne fire-breathing, fire fire-flying lizard with all the aerodynamic grace of a breeze block? Normal. Everyone, everyone would believe that. So, yeah, I, I, I went and trained on that. And then I got this dragon, and because it's like dragon magic, you do the usual artificial elemental, give it blah. You know the, you know the drill. So there I was walking along, and my dragon caught sight of the bottle, and it said gem on it, and there's this sparkly rainbow thing. And dragon went, oh, so pretty. I'll buy you that. And I went, am I? And the dragon said, yes, you're buying that. I said, why am I buying that? And the dragon said, because if you don't buy it, I'm going to turn you into a crispy crumb. Now, dragons are great, but it's difficult to argue with someone that can turn you into a small smouldering pile of carbon whenever it feels like it. So I was having one of those moments. And and besides which, I mean, you know, dragon knows best. I, I wouldn't dream of arguing with dragon. Um, <clears throat> dragon is there for my own good and, and, and dragon loves me which is why dragon makes me do the things that dragon does and I'm sure dragon does love me because dragon says dragon loves me hmm. we can edit that out as well can't we good right <clears throat> it's not an abusive relationship with a fictional character how bleeding dare you Listeners are so judgmental. Now, <clears throat> unlike last week where I was trying to save you from yourselves by opening the bottle of wine up front and not making you endure the delicious glugging of the liquid pouring into the glass and thereby causing you to damage your livers, this week I've decided I don't give a frig about your livers. I'll look after mine, you look after yours. So I got to open this thing. It's got some kind of weird plastic <clears throat> thing to, to it. 
I'm gonna have to ah, use my teeth on. <clears throat> Don't try this if you've got those teeth, because you'll lose them, and then we'll all point at you and laugh. <clears throat> well, I will, but I, that, that's because I'm cruel. So then when you get to mm, there's like this clear, transparent top of thing, like the smallest butt plug in the universe. Ah. And it comes off with a worrying noise, and it turns out it is, in fact, glass. And now all of a sudden you've got a flaming huge great laceration again to match the cactus one. Oh, someone passed me some aloe vera. I've got the urge to go for the full hat check. And see, you, you, you don't need to hear that sound at all, do you, really? It's not, not tempting you to crack open a bottle of wine and lay into it. That would be a terrible thing to have happen to you. So it's pink. Mm, a rosé that's pink. Who would imagine that? A pink rosé. <clears throat> Wouldn't it be nice if you could get like rainbow rosé? Especially if you like it was all different rainbow colours in the bottom. In the bo bottom? You've got a rainbow bottom. Yeah, I know. I'm a baboon. Um, <clears throat> in the bottom. So, uh, yes, you could have, like, the purple in here. I wonder how that would make. I wonder how you do that. You can probably do it with, like, severely poisonous heavy metals and other chemicals. And sod it. Who cares? So long as you sell it. Flipping idiots will buy anything. Um, oh, legs. I've got to do the legs first, haven't I? Oh. So I've switched it round and I've switched it round and I've got to get the light right. Right, this one has no legs at all. That would indicate that it has nearly no alcohol in it. Therefore, it's obviously one of your five a day. Smells all right. Smells like mm, sort of very genteel and polite version of nail varnish remover, which is what I always look for in a wine. I'm going to taste it now. All right, give me a moment. So that's, mm, that's got a gently sweet start. Then we're getting through to a nice, dry, quite sour. Not sour, not like I'm sour anyway, just mildly, you know, um, refreshingly sour. Uh, middle, and then the aftertaste. Yeah, it hasn't got one, really. Actually, there is no aftertaste. It, it's extraordinarily uncomplex, which is probably why they put all the complexity into the packaging. I blame marketing for that. Anyway, done. Bye.